0: But those shut down debate. They're used as a cudgel, and whether it be comedy or discussion or anything else, if we don't have the wherewithal to meet each other with what's reality, then how do we how do we move forward? Is is my question. And I have to be able to express that to people. If I can't say that's bull and explain why, then where do we go? And if we all just shut it down. Then we retreat to our little corners of misinformation and it metastasizes. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of our podcast. I hope the fact that you stick around for the second episode and you are listening to this means that you enjoyed the first one. I know I talked a lot, so I try to make this one probably a little bit more concise. And with that being said, let's get down to it. Now, in today's episode, I want to talk about a particular groups of people uh, within the woke culture. Now, I think discussing the woke culture and where it may have benefits and where It may have, or it may cause a lot of damages. That'll need its own episode. And I think for that, it'll be a good idea to have some guests. So, you know, you you can get more uh, ideas from different uh, way of thinking and different perspectives. But about online wokeism, what I want to call it we see today with these you know presence of social media and uh i'll give you that with effects of social media and uh, creating movement or inspiring policy change or inspiring action uh, there is what i want to call uh people who are actively present or actively participate in this uh, online wokeism. Now, that being said, let me clear out something. I'm never going to say that, you know, those group of people as whole are doing something wrong or that they are all like each other and I'm going to make that distinction uh, pretty clear throughout the episode but my problem with that starts with the first group of people within this community and who are they? They're people that participate on any online campaign creating hashtags on twitter storing on their instagram changing their bio to you know say black lives matter or uh climate change or or whatever the trend of the day may be uh, but they never contribute to anything actionable. They never go to any protest. They never contribute financially to any cause. They don't volunteer for any social or meaningful movement or a, a movement that will create change. Let me break it down for you a little bit. Let me create uh an hypothetical example. Hopefully this doesn't resemble anyone I don't uh want to uh try to beef with anyone basically if there's any resemblance it just uh, by chance or by accident let's say someone who is pretty active on social media or any online platform for that matter whatever the topic of day may be they always tweeting about it they always retweeting about it the always creating hashtags that is getting trend uh, you know, that starts trending, basically, posting on Instagram, storing on Instagram. Doing even TikTok videos about it. Bios, always up to date with the latest topic or latest, uh, you know, cause that they support. But let's take let's say Black Lives Matter something that i actually support and uh and behind the message not the organization that it became later on the message of black lives matter i fully support it i fully uh am behind that message and i truly believe in that message of what it uh what what the message means and not what the organization means i want to separate those two things This person tweets about, you know, Black Lives Matter always is on alert for what is the latest news with uh, this topic or this cause. But the, you know, local charity who goes into uh, inner city uh, neighborhood or communities who are you know, a lot of underprivileged kid who a lot of them are uh, from the African-American Black background because of the systematic uh, racism and uh, how the system was designed, basically, uh, against uh, Black people being able to uh, advance in a way that... uh, as a society and as a community, most of the white kid had the opportunity. So there's this charity or this uh, group that goes into you know those neighborhoods, either providing uh, some sort of assistance like food or whatever, or providing some educational help to the kids in that neighborhood, uh, maybe something with their you know classes, And with their education, maybe it's something about uh, entrepreneurship or how they can, you know, start learning about how to start a business, how to be financially uh, mindful of their decision, what those financial decision means in their life, anything of that kind. And this person who is all for Black Lives Matter has never participated in any any of these uh organizations in any of these uh, charitable work so you okay with it tweeting about it but when you actually can contribute something meaningful to advancement of you know whether it's like black kids or uh, these like black uh uh underprivileged kids within these neighborhoods, you not doing anything about it. You just being lazy about it. Maybe lazy, maybe you just don't care that much about it. Who knows? That's one example. Now, if there's a protest for, you know, Black Lives Matter in your town, are you really gonna go to that protest? Or is it just too uncomfortable for you? How much are you dedicated to the cause? Because a lot of these people, the way that they talk about it, the, the way that they fight about uh, the cause that they care about, you would think that doesn't matter the the outlet, whatever actionable outlet solution is present uh is presentable to them or is it is available to them they're gonna take advantage of it to help to advance the cause that they care about but no they they only have the capacity to tweet to story and it becomes more interesting because those very people, a lot of time, actually judge people who, for the causes that they believed in, for the causes that they cared about, they actually thought. they actually took actions. Again, because I used the Black Lives Matter example let's go to that you have this you know kid on twitter which all they can do is just tweet or story and they criticize someone who actually marched and got beaten in the 60s for their rights or for the rights of their fellow citizens or fellow people They not only marched, they not only participated in a the protest, they did it when it was dangerous, when it had consequences for them. These online woke that I talk about, they care about a cause, but not because they care, but because it's fashionable to care. It's fashionable to be woke. And that's where this online wokeism come from. You know, 20 years back, if you cared about social issues, whatever the case or cause may be, it wasn't as cool, or as fashionable, like today you know, some of the causes, if they found out about it, you could have risked unemployment. You could have risked uh, getting blackballed in, in an interview. I mean, hell, not even 20 years ago. Go back to uh, 15, 20 years ago. A guy for just believing in a religion was blackballed out of MBA. Go five six years ago. A guy for standing for his belief of kneeling for national anthem, got blackballed out of playing his dream, his his favorite sports, his favorite job. And of course, I'm talking about Colin Kaepernick with the NFL case and uh, Muhammad Abdul-Rauf with uh, the NBA case. But that's the true wokeism. That's the people that they care about something. And they're willing to take action for that thing. And beyond that, they're willing to face consequences for it. The people who are part of this online wokeism, they care because it's fashionable, because now you may even get bumped in an interview if they find out that they you participated in a cause or went on a protest for something. But if that protest is is has a potential to get you arrested, to get you unemployed, to get you blackballed out of whatever it is that you care about in life, you wouldn't do it. And if you tell yourself that you would, you're lying to yourself because you are not even dedicated enough to contribute you know, financially or contribute your time and your knowledge to causes. You go on a protest for a group of people who are either underprivileged or are getting brutalized or are being dealt, you know, unfair financial cards or financial situation. How many of you actually go out and donate to that cause? And I, I, I'm not saying that that you need to put that online. No, that's even worse for me. You know, some people may like that and I won't judge them for it. But the people that I've known, the people that I've seen, the people that I've observed within this online wokeism, they're not that dedicated. If you're a woke person, Regardless of the cause, regardless of if I agree with you with that cause or with the message of that cause or with the purpose of that cause, if you are truly dedicated to it, if you are willing to take risks or accept consequences for that, my kudos to you. I stand up and I give you a standing ovation, regardless of whether we agree on on the, on the cause itself. I give you an standing ovation for your dedication, for your true belief. But a lot of people, especially within this online woke culture, people who are only willing to do so much, they are not about the cause or they are not about the consequences, or or they're not about facing the consequences. They are only there as much as it gets them, you know, street cred, as much as it gets them some recognition. And, That's sort of the society that we live in. Everyone want to be famous. Everyone want to have followers on Instagram. Everyone want to be the popular person. So we are doing that for as long as we are in the majority. That we are the popular people. That we are getting praised. We are getting promoted. We are getting cherished for, for what we stand for. But when it comes to make a contribution that will take something out of us, whether it's our time, whether it's our dedication, whether it's facing consequences, whether it's simply money, we are not willing to go there. we won't go there and that's the group of people that i have problem with and these people are the most judgiest people you know you go see interviews of people who marched with dr king or people who stood up for you know, that the war in Vietnam or for whatever cause they were, you know, they were dedicated to that cause. They believed in that cause. You listen to Muhammad Ali. He threw away the best years of his boxing career because of something he believed in and he never judges anyone. But a person on internet who just, uh, tweets about it or who just hashtags about it who just uh, you know oh I'm contributing my time by tweeting or restoring something about it they are the most judgiest oh you said this or you said that or you didn't say anything oh you used this word or you use that word oh, you stand for our cause or don't stand for our cause or stand for some other cause that we don't believe in. Whatever the case may be, they judge you. And in fact, if we believe in judging, which I don't, I don't believe in judging anyone. They are the people that deserve to get most judged out of anyone. Because all they are doing is because of clout. they basically clout chasing. And because what they clout chasing is popular with either a lot of people or at least a lot of people within groups that they, you know, they move with, they get praised. And because of that, they think that they're doing something. Now, again, let me emphasize this point that I don't mean people who are willing to take risks or willing to take consequences. And sometimes you, some, sometimes some cases you cannot really tell because, you know, someone may be marching, you know, for Black Lives Matter in Vancouver and you are marching within the safety of uh, freedoms uh, that Canada provides you to the, for your right of you know, expressing yourself and right of gathering and all that. So there is no risk of getting arrested, you know, unlike some other country maybe that you may get arrested for, even just marching or protesting. But in, and you know that, you know, that person would have been there if there was that risk. You know that person would have been there if there was a risk of, you know, going to prison. And I... Absolutely applaud and give you know my utmost respect to those people and you know who you are as long as you don't you you know if you lying to yourself that's too bad, but as long as you're not lying to yourself, you know within yourself that am I gonna take risks or accept consequences for whatever it is that i'm uh actively participating for on these social media platforms and if the answer to that is a truthful yes then good for you good for you but if the answer to that is uh i don't know then just stop then just stop and i don't mean to stop you know Supporting or whatever. Stop being this annoying person that you are. Stop thinking that you are doing something. As much as you may agree with, you know, all these like figures that fought for their belief or not. I always use, you know, Che Guevara as someone who is, you know, who fought for what he believed in and who died for what he believed in, regardless of what he believed in again. Regardless of what he believed in. So I always use him as an example. I'm like, stop thinking to yourself that I am, you know, uh, Che Guevara for, for just sending a few tweets or retweeting. You're not. You're really not. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I promised to be shorter. I think I was a few minutes shorter this time. Um, if you like it, uh, make sure to like the video and subscribe to our YouTube page. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you are listening to this on any of the podcast platforms, uh, make sure to You know, hit that like button and uh, follow us, follow us on our Instagram and hopefully see you around for the next episodes. Take care. I'm right here. Be more outside the bank. If you got an issue with that, come see me. I'm about that. Big trust. Woo woo.